Welcome back to SwitchCast. Welcome to SwitchCast if you've never been. I shouldn't assume that you've been here before, but uh, we're happy to have you either way. I'm your host, Doug Tabbitt, founder of SwitchCars, Cannonball winner. Winner! Uh, my co-host tonight is a familiar face, Mr. John Sabo. He's been here a few times before. He's my stand-in when I can't find anyone less entertaining. Oh, See what I did boy. There? Oh, boy. I, I set Ooh. you up like I was going to slam you, and then I gave you compliments. So I can't know, find anyone know, less just, entertaining. Okay. Good luck finding somebody. Yeah. Anyway. Might be able to find somebody taller. Sa- Sabo and I are the, the car counselors, the car therapists, whatever you want to call us. Sort of experts. But, uh, yeah, we're going to take your calls. We're going to answer your questions. We're going to discuss automotive news and controversy. And above all, have some fun tonight. So if you want to join us live, you can call in 216-294-4124. Our wonderful call screener, Ethan, will be glad to greet you. And uh, if you want to just comment and stay uh, anonymous, you can do that in the comment flow wherever you're watching live. We're broadcasting on YouTube and Facebook. So join us. We'd love to interact with you. And uh, otherwise, just sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy the show. So, Johnny. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you know they're going to make you do a terrible shot tonight, right? Because you, you're back. It's not going to be as bad as Malort, but. Yeah, well, good luck trying to figure that one. I don't know. I, I looked at the, the selection over. I didn't see something too gnarly. Well, the, or did, the or gnarly one's going to be It's hidden. hidden. They're going to bring it out. It's in the safe. They're going to bring it out. Fermenting. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, the, the first sweat. thing I want to talk about is automotive news. Okay. Reading a lot, because I'm trying to figure out, just like everybody else, what in the world is going on in the market. And Doug I, can read. I can, yeah. Noted. Wow. I, I use the audio thing. Well, yeah. Well, you, can, you, can, uh, you can't multitask anyway, so you no. should just read. No, I can't. Okay. Well, the, the story I picked up on this week was... Past due subprime auto loans climbed to highest rate since April 2020. A potential sign of trouble. Wall Street has begun to see more borrowers with blemished credit fall months behind on their subprime auto loans. A potential sign of cracks emerging in consumer credit as the Federal Reserve moves to fight inflation by raising rates. Uh... This sounds a little bit familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Subprime auto loans had been a surprisingly strong corner of household debt in the past two years of pandemic, helped by temporary aid from Washington that boosted the finances of many families. Okay, I have an immediate problem with that because uh, people's finances and their improvement of their finances should not come as a result of aid from Washington. Money from no. the government is not a gift. It's our money. It's your money coming back to us, or in this case, possibly being redistributed because uh, I don't want to make a blanket statement here, but if you're getting a subprime auto loan, you're probably not in a high-income tax bracket. <laughs> if you get a subprime auto loan, it better not be a Mercedes or BMW. <laughs> Uh, well, the classic car lending or collector car lending um, <sighs> does. Yeah, I know. They, I know they do it. They'll do like friggin' twelve years for subprime. Hundred forty-four months on exotic cars and classics. It's asinine. It's stupid. There's only a couple of instances I can see where it makes sense, and there's that's probably two out of like you know one if you're stealing somebody else's credit and using it. Eh, you got customers that try to hide. To if you're I, about to get a divorce, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really help with that, does it? it probably helps to get f- a divorce. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, would you? How, how, how long did you finance that car for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, help by but temporary my aid only from Washington. Bucks. It's not temporary aid from Washington. It's temporary aid from us. Okay, it's to boost the finances. Early indicators now point to a tougher road ahead particularly for low-wage earners facing higher prices at the grocery store and gas pump. No kidding. It all comes full circle that temporary aid from Washington caused a little thing called inflation. (sighs) In February, the delinquency rate for subprime auto loans more than 60 days past due rose to 
4.15%, the highest since April 2020, which was the beginning of the pandemic when everybody was freaking out. Four loans packaged into asset-backed bond deals. Where have we heard this before? Just keep reading. No, I'm, I'm done reading. Oh, where have you where have we heard that before? Just answer your bad own loans packaged into asset backed bond deals. That's bad memories, man. Not for me, but friggin' two thousand eight. Yeah, one hundred percent two thousand eight. It's just it's. I didn't have any money in two thousand eight, so it it's didn't the really car loan me. bubble, not the house loan <laughs> bubble. But it's huge. It's billions of dollars, trillions. trillions? I think it's in the trillions. Oh, dude, everything's in the trillions now. Anyway, so that's I don't like that news. I don't like that news at all. But the reality is, prior to the pandemic, 78% of Americans were living paycheck to paycheck. That means if they lost their jobs, they would, in theory, be on the streets in 30 days. That didn't change. The government just friggin' started printing money and caused inflation, and everybody's finances magically got better because they were getting you know, child tax credits and PPP and all sorts of quote-unquote free money from the government and that's all coming to an end and now everybody's going to be in trouble but my bet is the government's going to bail everybody out again and speaking of that there have been bills proposed to send americans gas relief checks because that's going to make everything better one 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 economist was pushing the legislature to offer 50 billion dollars in gas relief and when he was questioned on this saying well isn't that just going to compound the problem because the reason gas prices are up in part the reason inflation is happening is because the government was giving everybody relief he said well it won't compound inflation because it's only 0.2 percent of gdp (laughs) yeah but the gdp is massive well but 0.2 percent of the entire gross domestic product for for gas cards that's not only 0.2 percent of the entire u.s economy that's not an only that's uh, we don't talk politics on switchcast just making that clear we have a rule unless it relates to cars we don't talk about women unless they relate to cars we don't i don't know this is a car show i'll talk about women (laughs) women well cars are females yours might be they all are anyway so that's that's your news of the week sabo what's your what's your thoughts on that my thoughts yeah i didn't know i had to bring thoughts i thought i was just here for banter and drink that's my plan dude okay fine all right uh follow up to a couple stories last week we talked about some scammy people and dishonest people in the car business don't bring me into this just no i have questions i'm not bringing you into it i just have a question so we talked about jeff badger who was a local car uh he started club motor estates it was a ponzi scheme it was a scam he's being sued by everybody um but he got the money to buy the building from a local businessman and investor, Scott Forrester. Uh, I've bought a few cars that were owned by Scott. I think Sabo knows him. We know him to be a good guy, but somebody brought up the uh, information that Scott was being sued big time by his business partner. And- um, I know nothing of this. All of his cars, yeah, so Scott Forrester had a bunch of race cars that um, were stored at RH. I know that. Yeah. Well, um, officials came in with paperwork for everybody there to sign saying his cars can't be released to him and can't be removed from the premises because they were all part of this lawsuit that alleged that he was essentially embezzling money from his company Um to spend on all his racing habit stuff. So that, of course, kind of raised some red flags for me. I go, okay, well, you know, this Jeff Badger guy is kind of shady and, you know, birds of a fl- feather fly together. So it it it, it uh, raised some questions for me for sure. I did look up the court case and it appeared to, well, it was dismissed. All the claims against him from his partners were dismissed. As I read it, it looked like there was a settlement, but it was very tough to tell from the docket. But it was just interesting because uh, it wasn't so cut and dry as 
a straight up investor got bilked by another scam artist, it seemed a little bit like maybe there's possibly some shadiness on on both ends, but maybe he just lost his his business acumen in this particular situation because he had uh, uh, conflict of interest. It, it it met his car interests, and so he, I don't know, thought there was some personal benefit there. But I don't know. That's all speculation. It was just an interesting side note to the story. Yeah, Do you I know got, anything? Nope. Okay. I got nothing on that. Okay. I haven't talked to Scott in a while, but... Yeah, I don't have anything bad to say. No, I don't either. And and again, that was just something that came to me. I'd always known him to have really good cars and, and be a generous dude. It was just interesting that there's fire over here and smoke over here. And just, man, this car community is a little crazy when money gets involved. That's all. Okay. That's all. Um, Can we talk about this? I'd rather not. Okay. That's just... I don't. I don't, don't want to get involved in that drama, dude. That's all I'm saying. Just, that's, I, that's your drama. That's not mine. I just got a phone call. That's it. Sabo got a phone call. Sabo got an interesting phone call. You don't have to give details, but I'm. A, you can tell a story if you want. I, okay. Well, let's just say this. Sabo was warned slash pressured not to come on the show tonight after last week's fun little scammy scam time outing some people. So I don't know. If that's how people want to respond. I'm a positive individual. I'm going to stay that way. Right. Sable likes to stay out of things, but uh, I just thought, well, I must be getting darn close to the truth if if that's how they're responding. But anyway. If they're calling me. Heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. That's how you know you've made it when, when your, you, your co-host you gets threats. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've, Sable we've achieved something. Okay. That was all you I wanted what I did to say there? about it. Uh, follow up speaking of one of the uh, some of the flack that we got from last week so uh, Fred Ashmore we were talking about him and his uh, as far as I can tell his faked um, solo cannonball thingamajigger and he posted a video response of him opening files on his computer which is the most ridiculous attempt at, at proof ever uh, <clears throat> but a company offered to scan the data from all of his devices and his car. They said they could actually pull the data from his the, Mustang. The little black box? Yeah, and they could tell how fast he had gone, when he had done it. could basically like pull all the data from there as well as scan the data on his computer to see if the, the photos were original, what their original timestamps were. Like Basically said the, the guy works for a forensic data company. That is his job. And he messaged me the same information. And I said, great, I'll donate a thousand bucks to Humane Society of Fred's Choice if he allows that company to pull the data. Like, I, I want the truth, right? I, you know, I've called Fred out, um, but it's because I'm trying to find the truth. And he's, as far as we can tell, full of lies. Uh, so his response was to argue with the guy, then delete his comments, then block him. So... A lot of transparency over there on on that side of things. And then he came up with a ridiculous video trying to state that I had faked the 2018 Coast to Coast uh, C2C Express. And his entire proof was what we now call the bag lady. It was this lady that was in the background of the picture that was extremely blurry. And that was his, that was his proof. You've driven cross country? I have not, apparently. <laughs> Because of the bag lady. I just thought you had a jacket. I do have a jacket. Yeah. Lots of people have jackets. <laughs> you can buy a jacket, get your name embroidered I'm on good. it. I'm good. I'm good. Walk around and <laughs> people will ask you if you're Mark Spence. I want a Michael Jackson jacket <laughs> with all the zippers. That's what I want. Anyway, so yeah, that's right. The bag lady is Fred's ace in the hole of why I'm a scammer. But uh, So there's a homeless lady that is the key to success here? That's, that's, that's the key. We should find that homeless lady. I buy her dinner. I, I told him it wasn't a homeless lady. He was my dealer. We bought Adderall from her, but we accidentally put it in the car's fuel tank, thinking it would help, and it backfired. Major car concentrate backfired. <laughs> no. Hmm. Yeah, he deleted that comment too. Anyway, okay. Um, 
Speaking of fails, the wall of shame is being built one email at a time. If you haven't been on our <laughs> website, we have a wall of shame. That's right. We shame our customers who send us ridiculously stupid emails. Um, yeah, probably not the most PC move, but hey, if they can write reviews of us and we can post their crap too. But the aggressive customers are coming out of hiding, I think, with spring. We have a gorgeous 05 Monza Speed Miata. We're asking 26.9 for it. Guy called and offered ten to twelve grand. Said, "Well, that's what I could buy one for three years ago, because that matters today." Get a DeLorean, dude. Time machine. <laughs> Go back and buy your Mazda. Well, he wouldn't buy a DeLorean because he couldn't get it for three years ago price. Okay, well, you'd have to buy one first borrow, to go back you'd have in to time. Borrow the DeLorean. Borrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said he could buy a newer one with better options for the same price. Well, sure you can, but it's not a Mazda Speed. Okay, big one. Uh, somebody else, this is one of my favorite ones. We get this email all the time. He says, I'm interested in your 2012 Maserati Gran Turismo. If you get into the KBB fair market pricing, I'm an interested buyer. Got to love that because KBB knows how to value high-end cars. <laughs> Do you ever use KBB? Absolutely. Maybe like 10 years ago. Right. When it was like the only thing you could check values of cars on. Right. Yeah. I think it works for Toyotas. It does work for a couple, I'm sure. Yeah. But if you go by KBB and you want to buy Highline car, it's either really cheap or really expensive. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it, it doesn't work for specialty cars. So, But I, I love That's it because people, people, only, people only use the data points that serve them. I mean, it's nothing new, even if it's right. bring a trailer, even if it's a good source, even if it's Haggerty, they'll say, well, this is a condition three price. And it's, well, it's, this is a condition two car and the, you go look up the values are 30% different. Mm -hmm. So people will always use the data points. I just think the KBB one is, is funny and cheesy. Uh, another the, the, email. The best one's the Carfax one. You pull a Carfax, it gives oh, give you a value. value on the top. Oh man. Dude. The, the difference between, like, Carfax is actually pretty accurate with their values. Like, Sweet. I'll, I got a couple. I'll pull up the values. Find me the car. I, it's a pretty accurate. <laughs> when they're on, they're on. When they're off, they're way friggin' off. But the hilarious thing is, if I could only go off of Carfax's wholesale value and do nothing but buy mm -hmm. at Carfax wholesale and sell at Carfax retail, I'd be rich beyond my wildest dreams. Because we'll pull a car, and it'll say, like, you know, Carfax estimated retail, 535 82 we're like that's actually pretty accurate and then you click the wholesale button it's like 28 grand <laughs> what in what hey world? they're on our side <laughs> i know sell they, it they don't show that crap to uh to customers i'm like in what world is there's by the way there's a car advertised on ebay for a million bucks there is yeah there's a bunch of them Are, is it worth it oh no Absolutely not. Well, cool, that's the cool story, that, bro. Well, I was getting, I was working <laughs> up to you. You didn't play into it. You didn't play into it. So, I, but like you know that old uh, trick where you go on eBay, you put the highest price, so you get to the top of the search. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a bunch of cars for a million bucks that are worth fifty oh, grand. Okay. Okay. But if you use those as comps, there you go. The cars pretty valuable. Asking, asking price. Yes, unbidded. Yeah. Asking. Another good one. Uh, we have a. 2022 gt3 asking 305k sticker was 207 so it's 100k over sticker the guy who bought it oh. paid over sticker no like nobody paid sticker for the car not that it matters anyway that what matters is market value is 100k over sticker um and it's not even ours it's on consignment but one guy took it upon himself to email us rip off good luck selling it the hype is done uh, no it's not Idiots who bought for 100K over sticker are dumping them soon. Well, not yet. And then you are going to be stuck again with them in an inflationary environment. Wouldn't that mean the prices are going up? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, with rates going so high that no one will buy them, you will have to sell them under MSRP and lose all the money you made ripping people off on them in the first place. Good luck. Thank you to the internet for this man having a voice. <laughs> I... I will give that guy credit. He actually gave his his email address. These, a lot of these guys. <laughs> well, I mean, you go back make to, up email addresses. You go back like, to the eighties. Testarossas were a hundred grand over. Yeah, you know, you go back it's not to new. no. This has been going on for years. It's just now people actually see it and are involved. Yeah. Usually, it just were the 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 people that actually wanted to buy the car, not everybody that wants to dream about it. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I mean, I'm not debating him. The market probably will go down, but yeah, that's not eventually. Like, that doesn't mean I'm ripping people off you because I'm pricing sh- it today's market. You also should be, be able to buy a Honda Odyssey and walk out the dealer and lose 20% the second you do. Right. Instead, you can drive to the next dealer and get all your money back if you feel like it. Right. Yeah, these are not normal times, and I didn't invent them. So... I, I use Honda. I love that. that I love if I did. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take credit for that. <laughs> uh, and then a good Instagram comment. It was, uh, this was a good one. Yeah. To not deal in muscle cars. You all sure do pick the ugly ones. When you find them stick to Porsche and those other turds, muscle cars, aren't y'all's thing. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for the advice, bro. <laughs> it's worth what I paid for it. Celebrity Machines is a proud sponsor of SwitchCast. Celebrity Machines offers more than 250 different screen-accurate license plates as they appeared in movies and TV shows like Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, The Office, The Fast and the Furious, Breaking Bad, and so many more. Celebrity Machines also makes our SwitchCars dealer insert plates as well as our commemorative 2539 plates from the fastest cannonball run ever. Visit CelebrityMachines.com for more info and use promo code SWITCHCAST to save a whopping 25.39% at checkout. Yes. Like it. <laughs> it's not a joke, so that's, that's that, well, that is the actual discount. That is the actual discount. They do not, uh, and that's in spite of aluminum being ridiculously expensive yeah. oh and unobtainium. So go use that discount code so they'll well, keep unobtainium, sponsoring Unobtainium us. is a completely different metal. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yes, that was good. <laughs> I'm just is so proud of himself of right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this man a shot. All right, what do we got for questions, Tyler? Alrighty, the first one is from the Mark Spence. When and how did your bromance start? And bromance is capitalized. <laughs> Snuggling. Well, I mean. Some things that should be left unsaid, I guess. But uh, we we met we we already went over this another episode. I mean, it's like this is this is old stuff. But I'll go over it again just for Mark because obviously his memory's terrible. Yeah, you're the one that wants the bromance, buddy. <laughs> oh, he's smooth, Mark tonight. Yeah, he's smooth, Mark tonight. But uh, now we met back in like 2006, Five. 2005. Man, we had a lot of stuff After in common. After I bought my S2000, Johnny was king of the S2000 club. Yeah. I had a car business, he had a car business, and we decided to kind of do a collaboration and do a bunch, as many cool events together as we could. That's I, did, just, I did not have a car business. I was working out of my apartment flipping Range Rovers. Sounds like a car business to me. <laughs> <laughs> you call up one of those couple guys you used to get some more money, do it again. <laughs> Vesuvius Orange Range Rover. That was your obsession. Oh, that was my thing. I sold obsession. a lot of those. Sold Every a time, lot of those. Yeah, well, I saw I saw enough that I'd never need to see one again. I want one still. You just keep saying that, and I, I keep do. finding you one. And you don't. No, buy you it. don't. You find me garbage ones. That's what you. That's what you're into now. No. That's Spence. My I bad. I love the garbage. I do not love the garbage. I like nice cars. All right. Move. All on. right. Coming up next from M No Patience K. I think. Uh, scammer stories were great with all the details. What <laughs> P car do you think is the next to go on a Ooh. price run? Nah, disqualified. Yeah, I agree. Do you want me to continue or just moving on? Nope, no, nope, that's right. he obviously doesn't listen to our show enough because we don't care. But if you want to know, go watch what the you next need to do is big thing yeah. or whatever go, with Magnus Go buy a Wanker. 924 Turbo <laughs> and just wait, bro. It's coming. It's gonna run a price run be up or down. I. <laughs> We'll say it. I mean, you could buy one for I think like twenty five hundred bucks. So whatever one. Oh, I know. No, I know which the Shit. next one is. It's a paint to sample Tahoe Blue nine six four Turbo three six, originally Plug. owned by Otis Chandler. That is the next. That is the next big thing. You hope you should pay any amount of money because it's only going to go up in value. It will be on Bring a Trailer next week. Alrighty, up next from Vajazzle McDilder Pits. <laughs> <laughs> I tried really hard to get through that. Wow. <clears throat> All right. The best bang for the buck at Porsche model slash trim for performance enthusiasts. <laughs> I can't even answer that. Say that name again. Come on. One more time. Say it slow. 
Come on. Vajazzle McDildertits. He's so pretty bumper good. stickers. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, God. There's vag and tits in there. That's is awesome. Is that the only reason this question is in here, Doug? No. <laughs> I mean, it's a good question. It's a better question than the last one. I can't. I don't even know what the question is anymore. I forgot. <sighs> Best bang for the buck a Porsche model or trim for performance enthusiasts. Model or trim. I feel like it's oh, just boy. a Boxster. Well, no, it, it can't be a 924 because you said performance. <laughs> 968? <laughs> I, I don't know. Budget? Like, best bang for the buck. Porsche 996. At, like, Boxster S. Just get a 986 Boxster S. You know, yeah. I mean... You, Bang for buck, you can still get those for sub twenty grand, and sure. I mean, you blast a drive, you can modify them a little bit. Suspension, yeah, track days. And I agree. Yeah, I mean, but it depends on the buck too. Well, right. If, but if you're spending a hundred, fi- no, fine. It's, you're right in that price range. If you're spending a hundred, I'd say like a dot two nine eleven GTS or a if you nine eight one Boxer Spider. Yeah, you can. You can get a PDK for under hundred Boxer Spider. Yeah, like that. yeah, or um, the one you had, just the the nine eight one Boxster, yeah, Boxster S, whatever in a stick. That's a great daily driver. Depends what you're after and and what your budget is, but yeah, man, Boxster's a lot of answers. It does. <laughs> is there a theme here? Yeah. All right, fire away. All right, next up is from Super Ish Mario. In today's real-world market, how bad are values affected on high-dollar-slash-rare cars that hold a branded or rebuilt salvage title? Not Frankenstein or hacked cars, but vehicles that had damage and were fixed correctly with proof. People who don't know cars always claim salvage titles are worth 50 to 75% off, which is obviously not true. Would love to hear your real-world experience take on this. Hmm. Well, if you're Ed Bullion, they somehow yeah. become worth more Golden. after he owns them. Uh, rule of thumb for me is about 25 to 30%. But, well, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of inspection values in that too, though. Right. Because, I mean, if a car, you know, as you know, a car could get, I mean, certain cars, you break a headlight, a bumper, and a, you damage a quarter panel, they consider it totaled. Yeah, it depends on the state. So, well, we just bought a, a 993 yeah. that was a rebuilt title, and the only damage was a front bumper cover and the the under tray yeah, the, the bumper bar wasn't even affected uh but because under the tray, right? floor pan was affected they consider it structural damage and it's an automatic total there was a there's a yellow 360 challenge shirt ollie floating around too that was the same thing a guy ran over a piece of metal on the highway but because it punched a hole in the floor pan california had to total the car out so it's like a perfect salvage title buy because you, you get number? the discount no, that was one of those I should have bought. It, it's not been for sale for a while. It was so cheap in like 2011, 12. I yeah, mean, everything well, like, was. Like 100 but, grand? Yeah, no, yeah. less. Yeah. Um, but it, the, I think the key in there is fixed correctly with proof. Of course. Because there's a lot of cars that aren't salvage that are claimed to have only a little bit of damage that actually have a lot of hidden damage. And then there's cars that are salvage that there's not much wrong with. If you ever get into an accident, make sure you photo document anything that happened to it. Yes. Keep all the receipts. Because when you go to sell it and they're like, uh, well, what happened? It goes, well, it was an accident. You're going to have a major uphill battle to get somebody to pay money for it. But if, Right. But, I mean, if you know exactly what happened, you show exactly what happened, there's a lot of people that would just, I don't know, they'll just move on and buy the car. Yeah. Well, because it's not about, it's not about the fact that a car has paintwork it has damage it's about knowing what actually happened right because exactly. there's some scary things that happen to cars but there's a lot of cars damaged that are not hurt so he offers you a car that's in the bottom of the ocean right now for a deal <laughs> it's a it's a volkswagen group car don't buy that ah <laughs> <laughs> oh. Go for it. All righty. They had a follow-up question about the value of a body damage history car. Are we interested in that? Sure. I'll say All it. right. 1992 964 Turbo with 30,000 original miles and body damage history. That's too vague. Body damage history could, what does that mean, door ding? It could be anything. Yeah, full. Half the car's gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 150? What? What? 
That was my guess. 150 grand? Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah? No? Less? Probably, no, less than that for a body damage car. Probably about a, probably about 80, 95 to 110. For a 964 Turbo? Body, oh, is it Turbo? You said Turbo? Yeah, 964 Turbo. Oh, yeah, he's right turbo. there. You're right. My yeah, bad. yeah. <laughs> Woo! You're going to want to take that sound bite, Doug, just to play it sometime. Say it again. <laughs> Say I'm right. No. I uh, like my wife. Oh, hey. All right, we're just going to ski all away from that. Uh, M635. Dude well, it's usually because to... I'm not right. That's why she doesn't say it. Uh, this guy wants to know uh, what their 996 is worth. Ooh. Uh, With like a laughing, grand. crying emoji. 40 grand. Yeah, I give him 40 grand all day long. 40 grand. Tyler, you would love this car because it's green. Ooh, it's which green? It's forest green. He said it was forest green, but it's like a. It's not metallic. It's like this bright green. Oh, I don't that's know. So good. It, what color? Go check out know? his Instagram. Uh, I think it's it probably beige, brown or tan brown. or something. It's. Do you, it's do you remember cool. when green Porsches were a curse? Considered a curse. Yeah. All German cars, green green was considered a bad juju thing. Same thing with Harleys. Now you can buy green anything. All disappears at time. He used to have a business partner who said green cars are bad luck. That's what it was. Yeah. Now I want to buy green cars yeah. just to. My unicorn's a green car. Everybody yeah. knows what that is. Green frog. Hi, fire away, Tyler. Okay, Castonia One says, I have a question. Well, hopefully that's why you're here. Can you send me a Porsche for my birthday, please? It's May 1st. Thanks, Doug. Hugs and kisses. Oh, thanks, Mary Todd. Yes, send I, your... I can uh, send you a... Hot Wheel, man. Hot Wheels. Uh, I got, hot I got wheels. one extra one in the car. Send me your address. I'll send you one. Love you, too. That's my mom's cousin, I think. I forget how she's related, but anyway. All right, Dis Why I'm Hot is up next, and they want to know the sweet spot for 997s. With GT3s and RSs becoming out of reach for most people, is the move Turbo, GTS, or C2S Aeropack? Or maybe a different generation completely? Hmm. Sweet spot? Mm. It's just a C2S. I say a sweet spot is a 997 GT3 and always has been because it's 95% of the car that an RS is. It depends what a sweet spot but is, though. 60% of the price, usually. Mm hmm. But I mean, if he's saying sweet spot, like it's a sweet buy and most people can afford it, that's not it. It's okay. Huh? Uh, fine. Um, uh, turbos are pretty affordable. Maybe. Still. Maybe. I got one in here I'll get to later. Depends if you want PDK or manual. You can get a 997.2 Turbo S for 100. 10-ish grand. Mm -hmm. I mean, not a good one, but you can get one. Uh, next one. All right, Ren Henry 1 you got says, drink more, Sabo. There's a lot talked about in internet forums about early 996s and their build quality. Have either of you noticed any significant difference between the early build 996s, and is there something special about those cars? I they're all good cars. I mean, I, don't, I mean, they obviously like every Porsche they evolve as the years go on. I right. mean, a '99 is not a bad car, but I mean, obviously they got a little better when they go into the three-six from the three-four. Right. Um, but everybody says the first ones are special because they were built in Suffenhausen or whatever, and they have amber turn signals and yeah, I don't know, a lot of plastic on the interior. <laughs> yeah, that's all I noticed. Yeah, you want the best a, one by the last one if you want the right. not best one by the first one. Right. Yeah. The one thing I know they have that I wouldn't mind is they actually have a throttle cable instead of like the e by wire. They also, the early ones were the only ones to have LSD too, right? Yes, that is correct. Other than the 40th anniversaries. Granted, they didn't have enough power to actually use the LSD, but they had an LSD, so you can oh, brag about on. it. They three, don't! It's a 300 horsepower car. No. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. yes, okay, 300, yeah, 300. Switchcast is brought to you by BoxCast. BoxCast is a live streaming company based in Cleveland, Ohio, and they serve broadcasters and viewers in more than 200 countries. Their founders launched BoxCast back in 2013 with one purpose, to make people part of the experience. If you're looking to live stream your podcast, church service, car show, sporting event, wedding, or even your cannonball attempt, 
Boxcast is an easy, flexible, live streaming platform for organizations. Boxcast is so easy, we are broadcasting this show live with our phone. Head over to switchcars.com slash boxcast for your free trial. All right, we got a couple questions off of the live stream here. From Henry... Henry! From Henry Collins. Recommendation on where I should try to get my first summer job. Dairy Queen. Ideally, where you live. Dairy Queen, you can pick up girls. <laughs> what? It's an ice cream stand. Are they still allowed to call it Queen? Dude, don't screw that up. What? Don't screw that up. <laughs> Don't screw that up. Uh, Brett Stevens, what was the response to the angry GD3 email? Uh, None yet. I think the best response to email, my favorite response to haters. Angry GT3 owner? The angry GT3 email. The guy who said, like, good luck, you're going to lose all your money, et cetera, et cetera. The 992 one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can't rationalize with people like that. They just want to sound off. They probably sent it to, like, copy and paste it and sent it to all... 50 dealers that had them for sale but the best response to any haters like that is to just respond and say i'm sorry the car's sold the whole model line sold until it yeah yeah good luck dude that's that's not going that's not getting a sticker anytime soon right right all right so sabo you had some cars you want oh, to talk about i want to play a new game you oh all right oh I want to. Okay, I want to. Is it a drinking game? I want. I have to name it right now, so I'm going to need your help. It's going to be drink. Drunk, Sally. Dr- what? Sally. Must no. <laughs> All right. It's going to either be a beer scale. How many beers you have to drink to bid this high? <laughs> it's going to be a one to ten beer, and if it's really bad, we just call it a case. Or it could be drink, drank, drunk, because. There's a couple. Actually, I, I looked at the bring a trailer listings for the last like two weeks. Okay. And they're actually starting to level off. Okay. Like with some exceptions. Well, there's always exceptions. Nine nine six GT three sold for two hundred sixty yeah. freaking thousand. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a case. Drunk. That's a case one. Yeah. So, but but I mean, I was just looking at normal cars that you know standard enthusiast stuff. That's not you know over 150 grand okay and all the prices seem to be i mean i, was, I wasn't appalled by any of them let's just put it that way okay so all right i got one here so oh, this game isn't exciting if you weren't appalled by any of the prices okay some of the prices okay all right what what do what do, what's the score if it's like on the money sober 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 okay because, I mean, we've all been on Bring a Trailer, a little tipsy, and you're like, you know, I, I, I could I could throw a bit in there, and if I get it, it actually happened to me at what, air, what you, me in the airport. What have, you, what have you been on when you were it wasn't that bad, feeling good? Remember remember Pinky? Pinky, the salmon 911 Targa? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, I was in the airport waiting, and I was my, my plane was delayed, and I probably had multiple too many drinks. I'm just sitting there bidding, 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 and all of a sudden I won. <laughs> Oh, so you bought a car drinking? Yeah, absolutely. And you got a good buy. You no, bought a, at the a moment, G50. Yeah, at the moment it was a great Targa buy. Targa in Cassis. In today's Red. world, it was a fantastic you, buy. We still made money on it. No, I lost money. You made money. That's how it should work. <laughs> Let's do more of those. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Somebody give him a computer to bid right now, <laughs> and a couple more drinks. All right. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this card. If if you saw the listing, just be honest. I haven't looked at Bring a Trailer in the past two weeks at all. All right, Denzel Washington's 993 Turbo with 18,000 miles, black black, just recently sold. I think. Okay. I think it was yesterday. All right. Okay. 18,000. They say miles. celebrity ownership doesn't do anything for value. So. Well, Denzel Washington's farts are pretty valuable. <laughs> what 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 do you what do you think it sold for? 18,000. Or should miles? sell for? Whatever. Was Same it a thing. 98? 993. I know, but it was a 98. I, I didn't write the year down. Oh, come on. Okay. That, it could that be matters. 98. They didn't have a 98. Was it paint to sample black or regular black? It was just black, bro. Short. Black. Uh, 250. 405. What? <laughs> 405, 993, because the guy was witty. 
I still hold the record, as far as I know, for the highest-priced standard 993 Turbo ever I, sold. Play, I don't care. Play the game. I am so, playing the game. No, you I have laughed. to go on a beer. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was too busy drink, laughing. Drink, drunk, or we're going on a beer scale here, one to ten beers. Um, or case if it's out of control. Mm, that's a six-pack. That's it, you think? 405 grand for a 993 Well, Turbo? no, it's a six-pack of microbrews that are like 8% alcohol. All right, fair enough. So that that's a case, right? All right, Ooh, next one. That's a lot. I'm going to try not to do all Porsches here. Who cares if Denzel Washington bought owned it? I mean, unless he's delivering it, I still wouldn't care. Who uh, he's I a bought great actor. Celebrity Dude's got ownership. One of the best voices. Celebrity down, ownership means jack squat to the quality of a car, and I can attest to that because I bought two cars from a big time golf celebrity, and I'm not going to say they suck because we're going to resell them, but. They need work. <laughs> he didn't service them, and he didn't wash them. We'll service them, and we'll clean them up. But, like, it just it goes to show, like, if somebody was going to pay more because of the name on the title, that's stupid. Okay. All right. Ready? 1987 Ferrari 412 GT5 speed. Okay. Okay. 19 what? 87. 87. I think he said 70. I'm like, that's not a thing. 87 412 GT5 speed. Coupe. Mm-hmm. Right, because the convertibles were conversions. Okay. okay, nerd. So, what do you think it sold for? Uh, miles, like an interesting color, or anything? It was like medium miles. It was brown. I don't know. Eighty thousand seems like way too much for that car. So, what do you think it sold for? Eighty thousand. <laughs> Eighty-five grand. <laughs> oh, I'll give you one. I'll give you one for that. That's good. Oh, all right. I'm giving uh, that. That's nine out of ten beers. <laughs> that's that's one of those cars that the 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 guys, the, the two happiest days in the guy's life are the day he buys it and the day he sells it. You've driven one of those. It's not worth it. No, that's no, that's a no. That's not a good car. Uh, it's not a bad car. It's not a great car. All right, I'm gonna go for one here. 1988 M3, forty-two thousand miles, silver. Minor wear and tear. It definitely was dry ice blasted because it was lickety split clean underneath. All right, so 88 M3, 42,000 miles, silver. Was it an EAG car? BAT car. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, I'm not playing guess. You're you're telling me the number, and then I... I'm going to tell you the number. Okay. Went for 130,000. Oh, yeah. Sober. That guy got a deal-ish. That's fair. Yeah. Fair. All right. All right. Here's a fun one. I like this one. 84 Toyota Celica. Celica Supra, five-speed. Maroon over maroon. Oh, yeah. one for you. Million dollars. Right. 45,000 miles. Very nice car. Sold for 21,250. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Five-speed? Yes, five-speed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's a beer. All right. I'll somebody had a Coors Light. Yeah, somebody was just cool and all. They were going to drink the rest of the case while they're driving it and enjoy it. <laughs> Here's a hatchback. You can fit a lot of beer in it. All right. We gotta do, we'll do Let's see what I got here. I got some interesting ones, I think, but we won't go too far on this. All right. I like that one. We'll do this one. 94, uh, 964 C4 wide body. You okay. Know, one year one, only car. One year only. Yep. 267 built beautifully redone like full redo on the interior went from gray to ascot brown i'm talking everything Fifty-eight thousand miles it's actually it's a kilometer car so it's a canadian car originally sold for three hundred thirty thousand. Whoa! <laughs> how many beers bro that's that's a bottle of jameson <laughs> How many beers, bro? Oh gosh, my our painted sample nine six four turbo is going to go for half a million at that rate. It could. It could. Yeah. Okay. Holy moly! <laughs> oh gosh, right. this one's for Mark Spence. Corvette C four Grand Sport. It is ninety six Corvette Grand Sport four thousand miles, black interior car, really nice with all the goodies. One owner. $80,000. 4,000 miles, one owner car. $62,000. No, this one was a deal. 41 grand. Oh, that's right money. Yeah, that's that's uh that's an educated that dude was drinking orange juice. Yep. Yep. 
It's goodbye. It's goodbye. Don't don't say flip around here. This is a podcast, bro. Sell it. All right. All right, we'll do one more. Okay. We'll do one more. Then Tyler will come back to read us questions. All right. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, do the question of the week. 2001 BMW M5, anthracite metallic over black, 131,000 miles, one owner. 2001 M5? Mm-hmm. 131,000 miles? So E34. 24 grand. 34,000. Mm. That's that's about right, though. For 130,000 miles? Hey, man, one owner of a car with mm. good stuff. That guy drank some champagne. That was, that was four and a half beers. Yeah, yeah. Four and a half beers. That's too much. All right. Uh, let's see. The question of the week brought to you by Nuts for Sticks. That's right. Nuts for Sticks carries awesome apparel and stickers. Uh, if you like stick shift cars or funny t-shirts or whatever, you can go to nutsforsticks.com and enter discount code SWITCHCAST to get 10% off. So Nuts for Sticks is bringing to you the question of the week, which is from my neighbor, Kevin DuPont. Call me up and ask me this great question. Should I buy a cheaper, more slash more efficient car to save on gas? He's got a couple of big trucks and a Ford Explorer. So he's wondering if he should... Spend some money to save money on gas and get a, a beat-around car that's efficient. What do you think, Sabo? If you're going to buy something for like sub-15 grand right now, it's probably not a bad idea. I mean, if you're worried about it, but, I mean, because you'll, you'll get, I mean, you get your money back. I mean, if you want well, you something. you might not. Well, if, if you correct. don't, you don't. $15,000 Honda Accord, that's not going anywhere. All right, my... My biggest issue with the reasoning, and people do this all the time. People, um, well, I mean, pe- if, if people you're going to spend fifteen grand on a car and expect nothing back because you're going to drive it in the ground, you're better off keeping the fifteen grand, putting gas in your trucks. Right, right. Well, and if your budget is that tight to where it makes a difference in your your cash flow on a monthly basis, then maybe just downgrading car, but the transactional cost to me offsets any savings in gas. So if you're going to buy a $15,000 car, you're going to pay 1200 bucks in sales tax. That's going to go a long way. I mean, that's a year in gas for most people. So just to offset, I mean, that's a year total in gas, not the savings. You might save $400. So, so two, four it, it would take you three years to offset just the sales tax on buying the car. So dude's got two Ford trucks? Uh, One Ford truck and a, a Explorer. It's a Ford truck. I don't know. I, I, but just go buy a Miata or something. Well, <laughs> go have some if fun. If you're going to buy a fun car anyway or you need a car, then yes, you should consider fuel efficiency. But to buy another car, to spend money, to save the money, you have to do the math and realize that it's not going to pay off. Well, it's yeah. the same thing with like buying a hybrid when people don't really do it now, but like the Tahoe hybrid, right? It's like five to eight grand more than the regular Tahoe. People mm-hmm. want to buy it because they're going to save on gas, but they never actually do the math on the right. fact that it takes like 40 years to Take, even. It takes 100,000 miles to break even. even. So. Well, it's like all the people right now, they're all of a sudden like, I'm going to go buy an EV because I'm going to save on gas. And you're like, it's going to cost you 60 grand to go buy the EV you want. Instead of just putting gas in your $30,000 car. I love the fact that Ohio is now charging people a $100 penalty on registration for EVs. Yeah, what about my last car? Because they're not getting they put the a form gas in tax front of me money. I had to declare if it was gas, hybrid, or all electric. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Sweet it was, justice. It was like, it was like, it was like, <laughs> screw two, those EV 250 owners. for EV plates. Hundred and something for hybrid, and then whatever the standard in you know Ohio, sixty bucks for uh, petrol plates. Um, gotcha. Oh shoot, we have a caller on the line. I am so sorry. Okay, no, you're not. Yes, I am. Dom from Ohio, welcome to Switchcast. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. You? So, I had a question. Um. Uh, I know when uh, I like to do some spirited driving around uh, around Cleveland. There's a little, there's a place I go to in Westlake, and I know <laughs> I know Sabo 
drives this one every day, but my friend and I call it the Westlake Racetrack. It's the, B- it's the BP ring. That's sort of a it's the BP recommendation ring. for different roads on you know the Ooh. northern part of Ohio that you like to drive. I'm not sure I want to give those away. Yeah, no. I'm not giving away my secret <laughs> stash. Because then all yeah. of a sudden they become no, I, overpopulated. I uh, Ravenna Road in Twinsburg is great. There's not a police station right there. 480. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, my favorite roads, actually, is I like to start on East 31st Street in Manhattan at the Red Ball Parking Ooh. Garage and drive across the country to the Portofino Hotel in Redondo Beach. <laughs> You want some good roads, just go out to like Vermilion area and just try to get yourself lost. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, just make, pick five rights and two lefts and see where you end up and try to find your way back without your GPS. Yeah. Yeah, there I you never go. really make it up to uh, Vermilion, but I'll, I'll give that a shot. Cool. Well, thanks for the call. Uh, pleasure having you on and enjoy the driving season once they get the salt Absolutely. off the roads here. So. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care, man. All right, Tyler, what do we got? Well, first, I did creep on M635, dude. Uh, Brown interiors are not my thing, but that car is incredible. Uh, That, like, non-metallic green. I I, I think it's forest green. Yeah. But it's so bright. It's It's so so cool. Anywho, uh, Jaylander's 1906 wants to know if there are any lost Porsches in Maine or Maine Porsche stories. Oh, yeah. I got one. Yeah. We do have one. Yeah, that's where the steering wheel came from. Yes, seventy-eight SC. Yeah, white over white over salmon. I was I was up in Maine on vacation, and and Johnny calls me. He goes, "How far are you from Hope, Maine?" I'm like, <laughs> like forty-five minutes. He's like, "I think I just bought a car there. Can you go look at it?" So I went and looked at it and checked out. It was eighteen thousand dollars for a seventy-eight yeah. SC. That was all the money back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, went and. Met the guy, sat in his living room, did the wire transfer. He didn't even verify to see if I got the wire transfer. He just handed me the registration, gave me the keys. And Somebody thinks you have an honest face. Right. <laughs> well, I went with my sister, too, and I had actually bought a 997 Aero kit while I was up there. Uh-huh. So we drove that car to his house, and then we like did a little Porsche caravan on the way home on the back roads. Yeah, that's where I found out that in Maine, after it's 25 years old, there's no titles. Right. It's all just bill of sale. Yep. Yep, bill of sale registration. But anyway, this the car had this OG Nardi wheel on it, and we put the factory wheel back on. And I yeah. gifted that to you. I put it on the Monte Carlo, actually, ultra beige. So this this one uh, went across country. It won the 2018 C2C Express. I'm no, I'm sorry, bag lady. That was a scam. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, no, that run didn't happen. Bag lady bag lady said it didn't happen yeah that's that's the main porsche story yeah it's a pretty good one i think that's all i got that was a good car yeah i don't think i kept that one that long but that was a good car yeah that was there was two Smell lobster like balls that's well because the other it. car i bought car, up there had terracotta interior so i brought two yeah, orange that car just interior that cars SC home. just i could not get the mothball smell out of that car mm. i just that drove me nuts all right fire away tyler all right, Peter Morgan asks, would you be open to teaching about your business model to someone who is interested in owning a dealer with a similar concept as your own, but specializing in a different niche brand? Or niche, I guess, whoever. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to help more competition. But if Just go you with pay your heart, me bro. enough money. Go with your heart. No, I, I mean, I tell everyone the same thing. It doesn't matter what business you're in or if it's car business or not you just do what you know yeah work hard and do what you know like learn your product learn your market and do your homework like being in the car business is not an automatic road to success just the same way real estate isn't you know if you go to a real estate seminar like that doesn't make you good at real estate all it does is make you a sucker and make the guy giving the seminar rich it's a sketchy time to try to get in the car business though Right. It's let's just do seminars. Let's let's do that. Let's let's charge a thousand bucks and say we're gonna teach people how to get rich in the car business. I'll bring the coffee and donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Run out on stage and do speeches, get our teeth whitened mm-hmm. and spray tan. 
We could be good at this. I'd actually, I'd, I'll, I'll do it. All right. At least once. All right, dude. Come to our seminar in a couple months. <laughs> Just give us your credit card number now. <laughs> For a small fee of. <laughs> All righty. Next up is Ohio Sinus, uh, who mm. apparently struggles with allergies and also doesn't have a question. They just say, dynamic duo, best car therapists ever. My man, Boris. Yeah, baby. <laughs> My man. He's not doesn't struggle with sinuses. He's a sinus... He's surgeon. All, all he does is surgeon. Oh, that's much, yeah. that's much yeah. better. Yeah. Great guy. All right. Mr. Johnny Glass, the last question I got on here, at, or says, I'm currently in the market for a Panamera. Budget is likely around seventy-five dollars to $80,000. Living in Maine, need all-wheel drive, so a 4 or 4S is required. Is the 2012 to 2016 Turbo 4S a good buy with low miles in that budget, or should I look for a 17 or newer at a higher price point? Newer, newest car is best car. Yeah. Early ones had a lot of maintenance issues. I've seen a lot of engines outside of those cars yeah. for not small issues. So, yeah, go go as new as you can within I'm not your sure. budget. I haven't followed the market on those, but if you're going to find something, find a GTS. Don't buy mm. the turbo. GTS. Yeah. V8, V8 with all the trimmings. You can't go wrong with that. Yep. Agree. Agree. Let's see. We've got some uh, live stream questions here. Tyler, uh, don't leave. Bailey Walton. Did you guys see the no new Lotus e e Electra? Electra? Ele Elytra. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> opinions? Yes. I have opinions about everything. Uh <laughs> Macano, Macano. If you suddenly became the parent of a 16-year-old and it was time for their first car, would you buy it for them? And what would it be? Money is not an issue. Uh, I would not drive buy Mustang. it for them. Real drive Mustang. There you go. Make them, make them actually learn how to drive. Manual transmission. It would be a manual transmission. I would start encouraging them to save at 12 years old, and I'd make them buy their own so they. I just helped. I just, the value I just helped a buddy actually out with that. His son, you know, turned sixteen, needed a car. He's like, "What should I get?" And I was like, "And I'm not, you know, prancing on the brand at all." But I mean, he's a European car family. He's a European guy. He's like, so I found him a '99 323i rear wheel drive manual shift, like a hundred thousand miles for forty five hundred bucks. He had a little bit of work, but not much. His budget was about ten grand. And I mean, he made his he made his boy work it off. Yeah. But I mean, he, he was so against driving stick until I gave him his first lesson. Then he's like, "Oh my gosh, I could actually be entertained and be driving at the same time." I'm like, "Yes, you can." Uh, Elon Musk is suspicious. Asked, "Is the 997 GT3 market leveling off slightly? Haven't seen many sales in the last five to six weeks or so, especially amongst the point twos." Um, I, yeah, sort of, but it's leveling off at a high number. Uh, there is a 18,000 mile 997.1 GT3 listed on eBay by U-Drive the other day for 165 and it's already marked as sold. Um, 18,000 mile? 18,000 miles for 165. I mean, that's that's not leveling off to me. I mean, that's that's no, strong money. Strong money. You don't know what it's sold <clears throat> for, but... Right, but then there's been a couple, there's also been, so all three Meteor Gray cars that I've mm. previously sold are on the market right now. One's at Ryan Friedman, one's at HBI Auto, and one Bring closed on PCAR market the other day, but yeah. no sale. No sale. They went um, 155 for it. Right, that for a 17,000 mile car. 13,000 mile. 13,000 mile car. So it's sort of, but yeah, it's leveling off at a really strong number. It's going to sit there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what we got for questions. Sabo, you got anything before we No, not really. Move on. All right. Moving on. Okay. Move moving on up to the east side. All right. Plops, plops and frops brought to you by Switch Cars. Uh <clears throat> Switch Cars is the enthusiast dealership where we buy, sell, consign, service, and store only cars that we like ourselves. Check out our hand-picked inventory at switchcars.com and mention that you saw us on SwitchCast and get a $1,000 discount on most cars. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> I better tell my guys I'm doing that. Uh, I didn't pick a car from the SwitchCars inventory this week. What's Sable, what's your pick of the week? You walked around the showroom. 
I mean, C12. Callaway C12. Fixed roof coupe. It's the only one in existence. 427 Lingenfelter motor. I know that's blasphemy in a, in a Callaway car, but it uh, shares a lot of parts and body panels with the Callaway C12R, the car that uh, sat on pole for the 24 hours of Le Mans. And it was built by Callaway Engineering in Connecticut in conjunction with IVM, a German company. There's a lot um, of carbon fiber. A lot of carbon fiber. There's no original body panels. The only original pieces on the exterior, roof. I think, are the... No, not the roof. The roof's, the roof's original. I don't know. Fixed roof coupe. What do no, you think? They changed the roof? Not, they did. That's not original body panels. The rear glass is not original. It's the windshield and the side glass. I'll argue the rear. I'll argue the top. Because it's different materials. Oh, the body is all different materials. It's carbon, Kevlar, and, and S fiberglass. It's a special type of fiberglass. Okay. It's not right. the original body. Okay. I'm going to go. I don't know how I can figure that out, but I'm going to go try to figure it out. I mean, this also came from a source that said that they extended the wheelbase when they were trying to say that they extended the track. <laughs> they made the car wider, not longer. And they said it three different times, but most of the other information was correct. That, that's just a whoopsie. <laughs> All right. Uh, the flop of the week. Credit to Kent Lucas for the, the heads up on this because I said I haven't been on Bring a Trailer for the past couple weeks. I haven't, and it's actually been kind of a nice respite. But uh, uh, Gary Duncan and the Duncan Automotive crew that is known for selling a lot of JDM imports um, listed a super low mileage uh nissan something or other on bring a trailer 590 miles on it and it went south quickly there was alleged to be undisclosed damage the commenters picked up on a whole bunch of things wrong with the car and uh duncan said that he had actually told bring a trailer about this stuff but they didn't include it in the listing and so he got caught for shill bidding on his own auction and then also commenting about his shill bids pretending to be somebody else so bat shut the auction down the drive picked up on this and he said that he purposefully shill bid so that bat would pull the auction because he was tired of the controversy what? on the car the whole thing just stinks listen i don't There's i don't a lot know of who's right on bat though sure Okay, so that's what's not, your opinion? What's your opinion on shill bidding? I mean, I don't know. You watch some of that stuff, and you know. I mean, there's a couple cars that sell on there that are completely doesn't make sense. Okay, you know, I've heard stories of what people are trying to do to raise the value of the cars that they are buying up. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I have no proof of this. I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus. But so who cares if if they pay the fee, right? And they win their own car. What does it matter? You know, you, you could technically cost, you get two guys that buy five of whatever car you choose, right? Mm-hmm. You put one up for auction, and then you just BS bid it up to, you know, I don't know, let's say it's worth 100 grand, you bid it to 150, and you just eat the five grand because they don't track titles. They don't right. know where stuff actually goes. Right. And then all of a sudden, there's three more pop up. You know, it's, I mean, again, it's, it happens. I'm not. It sucks. You, it's, it's hard to protect against that. There's, there's really right. no way to, you're just hoping for, you know, good faith and people doing the right thing. Right. But the people doing it are still taking a gamble. And if they're willing to yeah. take that gamble, Five then grand gamble. whatever, if they want to mm. buy all the cars up, like I don't like it. And I think that's what's wrong with the car market, but I don't know. Well, don't it's know like you go to RM or Gooding or any of the high line auctions. You're not supposed to bid on your own car. But people do. But people do. To me, I think if it's if it's below reserve, shill bidding doesn't matter because you're not impacting the outcome. You're not actually bidding somebody up because they couldn't buy the car for that anyway. Do I do it? No, but does it matter really if it hasn't met reserve? I mean, you could be driving the you can be driving the market up, and then people do. I mean, you see again, and this is the but no this sales is the ethical don't really way to count. Towards it, the no, market, it's a like, sale. It, it marks as sold. Uh, and then it, no, no, they're, not they're, for reserve not met. I'm not. I didn't say the reserve didn't meet. No, I'm talking about reserve not met ones. 
Oh, okay. If it doesn't meet that reserve, doesn't, that doesn't matter. Then because bring does a it trailer matter? has to approve the reserve anyway, so that, yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. Anyway, okay. So the whole thing is a flop. I, like whatever. I don't know who's right. I'm not sure. I care. I don't know if anyone cares. It was just a whole lot of internet drama. So that was a fun one. All that to say, low mileage doesn't mean anything. This car had 590 miles and lots of paint work and issues. Uh, the prop of the week, we let some dude take a Mustang on a test drive today. And we got a call. Some angry neighbor uh, was reporting that the car was speeding down this private road. And we said, hey, we're car's out on test drive it's not us and he complained about the loud exhaust they could hear the exhaust from a mile away sorry re- do you know do you <laughs> want to know what the reported speed was from the caller 42 miles an hour 20 20 <laughs> miles an hour he was complaining because he was going 20 miles an hour flying up and Opposite. down his road all right typical 4.6 liter mustang they sound fast but are usually not props go to whoever called us for being the most Karen Karen ever. Our plate frame wasn't even on the car. Like they had to do some homework to figure out like what there's some people coming after you, buddy, and it's all about <laughs> Oh, really coming after us. Stop driving on my private road at twenty miles an hour. All right, whatever. Okay. That's our prop and flop of the week. <laughs> Sabo. Floppity flop. It's been flop. good. What what is the shot of the week for, for I don't know. repeat? It smells uh, like something Bo and Luke Duke just delivered here. Give us one second. Give us one second. We don't have one second. This is live. See, that's a, um, smooth mark. Dude, never trust Buffalo a, Trace White Dog Mash number one. Never oh. trust a clear whiskey. Isn't all Buffalo Trace good? Uh, I bet you this isn't. Oh, man. Well, good luck to you. I just picked, take the shot. I picked the right day to stop drinking. Dude, does anybody have any fresh wounds that we can sanitize? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sable. You're about to have Bottoms up. Throat. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Good, huh? Oh, my gosh. I think I got... Yeah. It's, Is that better or worse? Be Buffalo Trace, White Dog. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Is that better or worse than Malort? That's better than Malort. <laughs> Malort tastes like somebody put their dirty feet in a whiskey. All right. Well, that wraps up our like show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sabo, for being back on the show. Um, next week, we are on with... Uh, we're talking about radar detectors and countermeasures next week. America. Uh, we have a special guest coming from a radar detector company. So look forward to that. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Nuts for Sticks, Boxcast, Switch Cars, Celebrity Machines, and Stephen Holm Woodworking, who crafted this wonderful table it's for us. Table. Thank you to our producer and call screener, Ethan Huffnagel. Our bumper music is provided by Emily and Ivory. You can stream the full album on Spotify or SoundCloud. This episode will be available Friday, I think, in audio format wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next Wednesday at 8 p.m., and we'll look forward to answering your automotive questions to help you on the drive of your life. Peace. Peace.